Welcome to Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. I am Chris Burns, America's number one motivational speaker for fiery inspiration and GPS coach for entrepreneurs and high achievers. Each episode, we interview leaders and great role models who make a massive impact in the world to help you master yourself, take courageous action, and make every day your best day ever. Let me tell you what, you're going to make some more sales after this upcoming interview with Lois. We're going to have a lot of fun, so definitely stick around. Uh, before we dive into that, though, I just want to say thank you for being here and for choosing to be and become your greatest possible self. I just want you to, re to remember, you already have everything that you need within you, and you might need some reminders from people like myself and Lois to remind you of all these beautiful things. You might need to, to upgrade your strategies, the words, and things like that, and just remember that... You have everything that you need within you to succeed, okay? So just keep showing up. Keep taking one step at a time. That's how we achieve anything, okay? Next up is our iTunes review of the week. And this week, let's see who it's by. I believe it is by, as I put it up on the screen, one second, please. It is Melissa V. West who says, good stuff. Chris's energy is infectious and off the charts. And by the way, that's a good infectious, not a not like the other infection stuff that's going on right now. This is a positive infectious. The positivity is so contagious. I'm just, I'm just going to stop with that reference right now. So it is, it is great stuff. It is empowering. It is good stuff. Thank you so much, Melissa. I appreciate you uh, sharing that review with us. And if you want a chance to get shouted out on a future 12-hour live stream, go to beyourgps.com forward slash iTunes or search greatest possible self on the Apple Podcast Store. Leave us a review. Let us know what you love, what you want to see more of, and how we can improve the show for you. It really makes a difference for us to, to get that feedback. I love to share it with my team and just all the great work that, that we're doing. This mission, this platform takes a ton of time and energy, and I'm just really grateful to bring on superstars like Lois, like our other guests who are on here to deliver value for you. So that's one thing that you can do to support us. Thank you in advance for doing that. I'm going to introduce Lois in just a sec. Before that, grab a piece of paper, grab a pen, be ready to take notes because chances are there's going to be some powerful shifts, strategies, and tangible, tactical things that you can be doing uh, during these times of amplified everything so that you can succeed, so that you can create prosperity for yourself, for your family, and keep moving forward with confidence and power, okay? Uh, make sure you stick around all the way through to the end because one of these ideas has the power to change everything. Lois Kofi is a professional speaker, trainer, coach, Ironman triathlete that has coached thousands of people in business and healthy lifestyles to create more in less time so they can experience the abundant playground. I love to use that word. The abundant playground this world provides. She's a mom of three and is happily married. She herself leads by example, only working nine months out of the year and taking three months off, utilizing the tools that she shares with her clients. She loves to travel the globe with her family and has become a highly sought after expert in recruiting and selling and developing sales leaders for many companies. And we are gonna dive into such a powerful interview. Lois, are you ready to bring the heat, Superwoman? Yeah. Yes, bringing it. We are live on Becoming Your Greatest Possible Self. Lois, thank you for being here. Are you are you ready to just like unleash some sales strategies, some empowerment, helping people get through some tough times to be to be champions? Are we doing this? We're doing this. We're doing this. 100%. I'm all in, baby. <laughs> woo, woo, woo. I love it. I love the energy. So let's dive right in. The theme of today is when life hands you lemons, Lois, pivot. What does that mean to you? Oh, my gosh. Um, it's... Uh... It's it's funny because I I I, uh, I played sports, so when I hear pivot, I, I get it. I get it physically. I get it intrinsically. Mm. You know, you're shifting from going in this forward direction and going in the next direction. And I have had many personal experiences with that. So I have a lot of compassion, a lot of love, a lot of empathy for what a lot of people are going and and what I like to say instead of going through, mm. they're growing through. Yes. If, if they choose to follow your brilliant message and hopefully glean some wisdom today. So I'd love to share my story. If this is now a good time or if you want to, you know, you, you, what is this? Is this what the airport people do? <laughs> 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 you are good to go. 
<laughs> well, and I appreciate it so much. It's it's really kind of divine timing because mm. if you would have reached out to me 30 days ago, I might not have shared this story as deeply mm. um, and as passionately as I can today. Um, I really believe everything happens for a reason. And I went through my own season of pandemic issues back in the Great Recession. You remember that? Yep. 2006, 2007, and 2008. It wasn't just one, not two, but three years that radically, radically shifted my universe because I was making multiple six figures, living large. Um, I was real estate sales trainer in an office. I had my own sales team. I had a mortgage company. I had real estate investment properties. Like who didn't? Hello, especially, <laughs> especially. I know you're in Vegas, right? And yes. I, I was, I was in Phoenix at the time. And there would be people from California, right, where I live now. Yeah. They'd be, you know, home equity, or they'd be dumping properties, and they'd come and spend one to two to three million dollars in one weekend, you know, on investments in Phoenix. So it was, it was big. And then the sky fell, you know, or at least that's what it felt like. And I, I've heard that phrase a lot lately. So that's why I'm I'm saying it now. You know, everyone, I mean, actually, no one saw it coming then. And just like no one saw this coming now. Uh, and it's it's just reminding me of that that moment in time when I, I literally overnight, it felt like I lost everything. And I was homeless. I, I even had um, my, my car repossessed. And so like, literally, if anyone was shut down, Lois's world was shut down and I was shelter in place, even though that wasn't, that wasn't what was happening back then. Mm-hmm. Like what we're having now is, is super serious. And I was scared. I was traumatized. Um, I remember at one point I had an anxiety attack so bad. I thought someone was jumping on the bed, but it was my own being. It was my own body. And I was, I was just so scared. And I, so I I have a lot of compassion for people when I hear them, you know, they're losing their jobs, they're getting laid off. You know, there's people, they, they don't know how to pay their rent today or their mortgage today. It's April 1st. So it, it, I, I totally identify with it. And it was at that time that I humbled myself. I asked for help Mm -hmm. because I learned I wasn't good at asking for help. (laughs) And I asked for help and I found amazing mentors. And I opened my world up to this, this working from home thing, because back then, you know, I had this gorgeous $5,000 a month, 2000 square foot office um, in downtown Tempe, Arizona. And I was living large and I didn't want to work from home. Like that wasn't, (laughs) that wasn't in back then, Chris. And so I I, I had to work from home. I had to find new skills. I could only afford to pay my internet bill. And back then I couldn't even afford a cell phone. I had a landline. And so I had those two were my business bills and I had to figure it out. And this was before Zoom. All we had was Skype back then. This was Facebook had started, but you weren't you weren't seeing amazing things like this on on Facebook to get your inspiration. So I had to reach out and, and ask for help. And that's when I learned how to monetize the internet and how I learned how to structure my day, how to how to work from home and and figure it out. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. There's there's just so much in there in that journey and that story growing through all of that that I know we're really going to be able to serve uh, our audience and people who are tuning in um, today. So I love how you said you asked for help. I think that's a, a big component of when people are going through difficult times. It's like it can be easy to just isolate and pretend like well, I'm just going to get through this. I'm just going to get grit my teeth. I'm I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to I'm going to find something. I'm going to I'm going to keep doing what I what I've been doing, but also be open to doing things differently. It's like but are we really willing to change and to let go of 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 everything around our ego and around staying like safe and being right and like humble ourselves and go to someone who can who can support us and um you know just be real and i think that's that's probably one of the biggest hurdles into getting out of that situation to to create a breakthrough yeah collaboration that's my word right mm-hmm. now collaboration you know who can you team up with cuz you know, teamwork makes the dream work. And and I was even having a conversation today with someone who's like, you know, if it wasn't for my investments, you know, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be making it right now. And they're essentially living paycheck to paycheck. So I'm like, dude, let's, let's ideate. Let's, let's work together. Let's, let's figure this out because we have so many resources 
with our human minds and our spirits to overcome this together. You know, I know we've seen that a lot together. We're better. You know, it's, it's, it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I want to dive into uh, the mindset specifically. Let's start with that to be able to get through uh, some, so I think even just calling it difficult times is already like stacking the odds against us, right? (laughs) It's just, what would you call it? How would you go around starting with mindset, Lois? Well, first of it, it's to me, it's, it's, um, you know, definitely want to honor those people who are seeing this as difficult times. Um, I see this as transformational times, Mm. you know, um, creative times. This is a time of creation and, and, uh, revolutionary, you know, revolutionizing ideas and thinking outside the box and, 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 and what, what else can I come up with to, to just have a clean slate? You know, that that let go of yesterday. Zig Ziglar, you probably heard this before. He said yesterday ended last night. Today is a new day. And just get into solution mode. Get into creation mode. And, of course, I know you had a mindset coach right before me. And, and um, you know, I think it's, it's really all about how you start your day, how you feel your mind, your body, and your spirit. Um, all three minds, you know, uh, and be able to, to start on a positive note. Cause it, there's a lot of, a lot of consumption right now of the news, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I will have to tell you, I was reflecting on this and I was so fortunate back in 2007 and 2008, I didn't own a TV because remember I was homeless. Uh, so I lost, everything was gone, yeah. you know, so I, I, I couldn't turn on the news. Mm-hmm. Um, Facebook and social media weren't, you know, just constantly like, I, I swear, every time I hop on Facebook, there's a notification <laughs> coming up with, uh, you know, some kind of update from one of the states that's doing something. And, and you know, so you got to guard your mind and your heart, too, and do what you can to be aware mm-hmm. and just kind of tune that out and, and focus on like the good stuff you get going on here. Yeah. And even I've, I've noticed well-intentioned people sending constant like videos, resources, like, uh, oh my gosh, this person's doctor who is just, I trust this person with my life, life said this, this, this. And I was like, okay. So like, you know, I think we can briefly look, you know, whatever your frequency is, you get to decide that. But for me, it's like, I could look for 15 minutes once a week and be good. You know? Like, if, if is there any major updates, 15 minutes? Okay, no. Then anytime I see anything around this, like, I'm just going to um, move it to the side. Unless unless I was studying someone's um, copywriting who is leveraging the situation in a way that I, I resonate with and it's empowering. And I would like to do something similar in my messaging, in my salesmanship, in print, in my posts, in, and in my content that I create. Right on. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. I agree with you on that. Yeah, I love it. So let's talk about strategy as far as um, business and and sales. Because I think that's something you're Mm -hmm. just a BA at. And we can swear on here. I'm going to say badass. You're a badass Badass. at at sales. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, and so I want to know around sales, like what what Mm -hmm. do we need to know to be successful selling during these times, Lois? Oh, I love that question. Thank you for that. Um, the I was doing another um, presentation today, and really there was there's like two key components, uh, and and I've seen it go really really well um, so far. And so I, I share this with you, knowing that it's worked. And and when I, it worked for me during the recession, coming out of that and starting all over, um, it worked for me, you know, since then, mm-hmm. and it's working for me now. Just really listening and being with people mm. is so important. And there's a, an acronym. I'm going to give you guys a nugget. If you're ready for this, you're going to want to write this down. There's an acronym that I learned back in the way, way, way beginning stages. I was fortunate when I got into sales and real estate, I hired a coach and I had a mentor and I actually sat next to my mentor and I, I just absorbed his knowledge and wisdom. And, and when we had our, we had a clipboard, I still, I actually, I, I carry I'm old school as, yes. uh, as, a, as, as a former running coach. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> awesome. You are my soul brother. Um, so the, the acronym would always be written on my piece of paper. And I share this with you guys, cause this is the, this is the stuff that, that will not only, yes, it will, it make you a lot of money, but it'll, it'll, it'll build you 
such depth and social capital, people will really know that you care about them as a person mm -hmm. and you, you listen more than you talk. Okay. And you, you may have heard this acronym before. I, I didn't write it, but I, I've used it ever since I was 22. It's FORM, mm -hmm. F-O-R-M. It, it could also be FORD, F-O-R-D. Uh, it, it can go either way. And, and first and foremost, F stands for, you know, how is your family? Mm. You know, how are you doing? What's going on? And, and uh, specifically right here and now, that's the, that's the phrase, like, how are you? But then how is your family affected by this? Mm. Um, then it's the O is how is your job affected by this? Mm. How is your work? How is your vocation? You know, how is you for a lot of people, you know, whether they love their job or not, it's putting food on the table, right? Mm. And so just really meeting them there and listening to, you know, what's going on with that. Then the R is recreation. What do they normally like to do for fun? Well, that that's a bittersweet question right now. You know, um, <laughs> it might be surfing Facebook, um, but, <laughs> but, you know, helping them to really connect to the, what's important to them, what matters to them. And then the M you know, what's their mission? What are their, you know, mm. it kind of goes with D is the other option. What is their dream? What do they want to see? At, you know, helping them focus on the end game yeah. of this, not in the the crisis mode, the the death, the the dying, and because that's serious stuff. It's it's happening, right? Yeah. But just to really uplift them and then to affirm all of those things they just said mm. and to just just listen. Just listen listen, hold them up and, and send them some love. And, and I've, I've been doing that and it, it's actually helped my business grow in these past two weeks. It's mm -hmm. just, it, like I said, it's worked in the past, the present, the now and the future. So if you're really struggling with, yeah, how do I prospect right now? How do I make these sales calls? How do I do the deal without seeming like a, you know, a, you know, a sleazy car salesman or just going after the sale. It, it never has to be about any of that. You know, mm -hmm. that's my passion is to break the stigma of the word sales. Sales is service. It's yes. the, I believe it's the highest paid profession, the highest calling out there for, yeah. for, 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 I mean, to be honest, no matter what you're doing, mm -hmm. um, you know, it, it, it's sales. And so that's my favorite focus right now and helping people just meet them where they're at. But using that acronym helps you stay focused on this is a real human being, a person here whose livelihood may have been impacted. And how can I help, you know, mm. finish that conversation with how can I serve you? Mm. How can I help you? Is there anything I can do? Is there anything that you need? And it may or may not be your service or your product. And that's okay. You know, you also got to take it away and be okay with that. And you know what, um, that old adage, it's a little cliche right now, but people don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And, you know, I am still taking notes. I'm, I'm still taking notes. I have my clipboard for that reason too. Like I want to know what's going on with their family, what's going on in their work. And I, I put it in my CRM. I, I keep information because then I just, I want to check in with them again in a couple of weeks or 30 days later and, and be as high touch as you can right now yeah. is, is a beautiful thing. It, it really is. Um, you're going to, probably save someone's life and not even know it, you know? Oh, wow. That's, that's powerful. It's like the impact just being a person connecting with another person. We might take it for granted. We might take the simplicity of this, of this acronym of the a process to, 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 um, invite people into, right? And, and it's not, there's not anything awkward or weird about it. It's just asking, asking questions and caring but like you said, it really could be the difference that saves someone's life, that has someone, you know, go from feeling completely isolated and stuck and struggling and having that continue for months on end. You know, who knows how long it would continue if we didn't intervene and show up and show that we cared. Um, change that to like having them feel supported, having them uh, experience a glimmer of hope or, or a possibility in times that they might say are uncertain, difficult and overwhelming. And I think that's, that's so powerful to remind people of. Thank you. Thank you. It's good. This is good stuff, Lois. Um, I want to talk about the the process of figuring out what what to share about with with people because I think a lot of a lot of people tuning in have their own their own vehicle, their own uh, you know entrepreneur vehicle, their own company, so to speak, that they are either a part of or trying to grow. 
And I think that being open to um, supporting other people who already have flow, who already have uh, effectiveness may be an easier route if they believe in a, a product or a service or, you know, that they like truly believe in it. And I know that's such a core part of sale, selling is actually really believing in what you're selling. Um, so for people to generate ideas of ways to make additional uh, income, open up streams of revenue right now, Lois, what would you recommend around that? Well, I always say look, your past can really say a lot about your future. Like when I, I'll give you myself as an example first, mm -hmm. when I lost everything and I, real estate was not selling mm -hmm. <laughs> at that time. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and IRS had even garnished my wages. I mean, mm -hmm. I was like, the, the, everything happened that you, you name it, uh, I went through it. And so I was like, literally stuck and I, I applied for waitress jobs. I mean, I was like before I was already, I already had multiple streams of income, but they were all in one industry, which moral of the story, don't ever do that again. Um, <laughs> which was a great lesson for me. Uh, but ultimately I, I had to look at what am I passionate about? You know, I had to sit down and this was one of my, you know, mentors and life coaches that I connected with and spiritual mentors that I, you know, was like, I'm, I'm, I'm at a loss right now. Like, I don't know where to go. I don't know what to do first. You know, I, I, I wrote down and I actually ended up writing a couple books during that time. I started a blog during that time and it just organically, my passions resurfaced hmm. things that I, I didn't even realize I could monetize. Wow. And so I started monetizing a blog. I love to write. Um, I started doing a, a teleseminar. This was before Zoom. So we had conference call lines and I right. recorded free calls, kind of like what this is right now. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and then I sold it. I started monetizing it. I started, you know, doing monthly membership fees and then it, it spiraled into a college course. I started teaching an MBA level college course wow. with this content. Mm -hmm. So I, it like opened up my world just by focusing on my passions mm -hmm writing down all the things that I love to do. I love to write. I love to speak, you know, so, so that's the exercise that I would encourage people to do is like you said, you got to believe in something that you're doing. So start there, you know, what lights up a fire in your heart. And, and if you can't figure it out, cause maybe you're stuck or whatever, then you ask your five to 10, maybe closest friends and say, what do you think I'm good at? Like, what do you think uh, is a natural gift and a skill that I've been gifted with that, that maybe I could monetize? You know, there's things like that. Another one would be, what are you curious about? Is there a skill or something like, did you ever want to have a YouTube channel? Did you mm -hmm. ever want to, uh, you know, learn how to do affiliate marketing and make money through that? Or, you know, just Google <laughs> right yeah. now you know, what are the top 10 ways to make money online? You know, if, if, if people want to go that way, I, I think right now for better or for worse, um, people are forced to figure out how to do virtual selling yeah. and online monetization. So I would encourage people that I, I, I published eBooks and now that's a big thing too, where you can get your name out there. You can publish things on Amazon and Kindle so much easier than, than 10, even five years ago. So I think it's just about getting honest with yourself, asking for friends and guides and mentors in your life, like, hey, what am I good at? And then coming up with a business plan or a sales and marketing plan that that works for you and just taking it, you know, one step at a time for sure. And there's always other ways to create money now um, that might, might may not suit you, but then working on that that passion and building that belief. I mean, that's how some of I think the best businesses have ever began. This is this is gold for you, Lois. Uh, I know you mentioned you wanted to diversify after that tough lesson uh, years ago. What what are the different ways that you love to to grow your revenue and income today? Like, what are the different vehicles or um, products, services that you're most excited about? Well, you're so kind for asking. You know, I did turn to some of my like the, another one, uh, another example. Um, one of my passions was fitness. Yeah. So I, I started doing. Um, I actually started doing online personal training before it was a thing. Yeah. Like I used one of the first mobile apps. So I got into the fitness industry. Um, then I got into nutritional products and things of that nature. I did. I did shut down my personal training career because I. I 
wanted to focus on other virtual ways of monetization. Sure. Um, but I still um, collect checks from, you know, different industries. So like the coffee industry, yeah. uh, the coffee industry is uh, recession proof. I mean, nothing more <laughs> consumable than an addiction. So I, I was studying a lot of different industries wow. Wow. where I could, you know, make money and diversify. So coffee, I got into nutritional products, you know, mm-hmm. still collecting checks for that. I've, I've invested in the travel arena and technology arena. My husband's an IT consultant, so he also has his own intellectual property and, and passions and things that we get paid on. Um, and then, of course, I'm, I'm really, truly, I mean, totally transparent with you guys. In the last six months, I was just, you know, my kids got older. Um, I have a seven and 11 year old and I, I, I diversified naturally because I wanted to be a stay at home mom. I wanted to, to find ways to make money and still spend time with my kids, you know? So I tried the job thing. Didn't work out for me. (laughs) (laughs) Just gotta be honest. And so, um, I wanted to have my freedom. And so that it was, through different mentors and seeking mentors and seeking people who've gone before, who've made six and seven figures in, in a variety of industries, I also sought their counsel and said, you know, what do you think is a good thing right now? So I also have signed up uh, and joint ventured with a couple of speakers and other, other sales trainers and, and other coaches and have done joint venture webinars and things like that, where we've been able to monetize um, skill sets and stuff, so I can create uh, monthly residuals through that. So I've really, like I said, like right here and now, what you guys are learning, whatever mm-hmm. your journey is right now, just don't take any of it for granted. Write down mm-hmm. everything you're learning because there's going to be another recession in the future, mm-hmm. right? This yeah. this happens. Yeah. Um, so just just it's worth the price of admission. If you can just take slow down a little bit and, and really do your research and find what best suits you and investment opportunities don't necessarily, they're not always going to be your passion. Um, like if you choose to invest in real estate, I have not gotten back into that one yet, but that's, that's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, just make sure you find mentors and, and people who've already been successful in those industries and, and ride on their coattails. Cause otherwise it could just be a huge waste of time. Yeah, I think that's that's one thing I've had a challenge with is, um, you know, someone told me a while back, you know, Chris, you're you're so great with people, you love people, and like you you connect with like the billionaire. You go to a party, right? You're you're connecting with the billionaires in the room. You love them, they love you. It's great energy, but you also invite, let's say, like the homeless people because you love like you know that level of people too. And it's like some of those people who are more affluent and influential may not necessarily want to be at the same party as those other people. And so it's like for me, I, I see that greatness. And, and I love and I care for people, like no matter what their circumstances are. Um, and I have always like seen that greatness in, in people. And when someone comes to me with like in, excitement and enthusiasm, which is great, like I think it's important to have that that belief and that um, you know excitement for the vision and confidence and things like that. Uh, I just relied on that to partner with people to make choices of what business associations to really um, go for and invest in and say yes and even sign on the dotted line and say let's do this (laughs) right and I think that for me I've I've really like had to take a step back and say Chris like you love everyone but who do you want to to be around the most you know who do you want to be told like so to speak what to do and work with because you're you're both going for a mission and I've really had to be brutally honest with myself and say, I've been working with maybe not necessarily the greatest people who who um, bring the best out of me. Uh, and I get to find those people who have the results that I want, who are, you know, crushing six figure months and like be around them more and like, you know, like hire them as coaches and, and partner with them in businesses. And I think that was a big shift for me to, to grow through. And I, I've known that I'm worth it for the longest time. But for me, it was just like easy to, to find people who were excited at a similar level than me, you know, and, and I think each teach their own. I think everyone's at different places and, and has different um, people who they attract. But for me, that was like a big, a big aha, Lois. That's awesome. Oh, I love that. Bravo. Thank you. Bravo. 
Because it took me, I'm just like you. I don't know if you're a Virgo or not, but I got to tell you, <laughs> I I always joke there wasn't a person that I was always, yeah, when I was homeless, guess what? I was hanging out with the homeless people because I'm like, dude, how'd you get here? I need to know your story. Yes. And, and I became friends with them. And and yeah, I always wanted to save the whole world, right? And, and be friends with everybody. You, you do got to be careful of the company that you keep and whoever you say yes to, right? It's like that movie. Yes, man. With uh, uh, Jim Carrey. Um, Jim Carrey. Yep, yep. <laughs> you got to learn to say no and set your boundaries and be selective. That's awesome. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, okay. So what about your daily routines? Like what's important for you there to stay uh, high vibe and effective, especially right now? Oh, this is my favorite. I'm a geek about this stuff, man. I get I get off on time management and structure. Is that weird? Um <laughs> So first and foremost, I have, I'm, I, it's kind of messy now because it's getting closer to the end of the day, but this is my daily compass mm. and guide okay. document and I give it away for free. So if you want it, Chris, I'll send it on over to you. But yeah. I, I almost never start a day without that. I was, I was mm. very, very, very fortunate to be born and raised on a farm in Iowa and uh, every morning chores, you know, you know, we had clockwork like schedule like this and you know I got into a rhythm my piano lessons every day practice 30 minutes a day same time every day so it was like ingrained in me I probably would have really done well in the military um because I just have this internal compass that says okay it's time to be done with this let's yeah. move on to the next project yep. you see what I'm saying yeah and so when I start my morning even now, even with the kids home, and I, I, I don't know if you noticed, I had to put it on mute because my daughter was was running around a little bit in the room, <laughs> is, yeah, it can be chaos, right? It can be total distraction. And, you know, you have social media distracting, you know, vying for your attention. I work from home with my husband. You know, we've created this laptop lifestyle before, you know, the shelter in place. We've, we've worked from home for, for almost, well, a really long time together now. And we can distract each other, yeah. right? So when you're in working mode, I, I have to start my day, be very clear, write my vision out, write my mission out. What am I committed to today? And mm. just take 14 minutes, sometimes 20, sometimes less, if I'm honest. You know, it's not always perfect, but uh, I had it down to a science where if I spent about 15 minutes, I can really just be focused, crystal clear. I write out my schedule for the day um, from morning until night. And I just, I, I stick with it. And I, I have uh, what I call buffer blocks when I check my email, yep. check my Facebook. Yep. Um, I only do that ideally three times a day, 30 minutes each. Right yeah. now, I'll be, I'll be honest, I've broken that, that rule a little bit because there's a lot of people on Facebook and I'm doing a lot of stuff like this. So yeah. Yeah. I'm wanting to share more. I'm doing more webinars and, and things of that nature. But I call them income producing activities, also known as IPAs and not the beer. Um, <laughs> but I make sure my big rocks, I also call them the big rocks. Yep. You know, I, I have those in there as well as my mental, physical, spiritual time. You know, I, I really learned from that journey in the recession too. I, I had, I was on that hamster wheel. I love just getting up 4.30, hitting the ground running really hard, go work out you know, training for Ironman triathlons and then just go slam my coffee and just run the whole freaking day wow. and then crash. And then I eventually, I did get really sick. I had a lot of health issues, digestive mm -hmm. issues. A lot of that was, you know, the, the, the recession and then just sure. the trauma Stress, of yeah. what that did. Mm -hmm. um, but at the end of the day, I was like, I don't, I don't want to do that again. You know, so I, I, I found my own version of balance and fitting in even just before coming on here, I did a quick 10 minute meditation because I knew I had a very full day, um, kids homeschooling, you know, we even have, I, I can't show it to you because my daughter destroyed it, but we even have a, a, a white marker board for yeah. them. It, that's, that's their daily compass. So wow. eight o'clock is reading nine mm -hmm. o'clock is math and so on and so forth and um, making sure that we empower them to fit their own little meditation and exercise and stuff into their day. So I, I just get really excited about teaching structure because I find in this world, 
we can be so easily distracted. And if yes. you, if you don't have yes. that track to run on and that, that consistency of execution of those mm. big rocks mm. every day, mm. that's when you're just, you're a house of cards. You just, you can, you can fall apart and not make the money that you deserve to make yeah. because you're, you're like throwing spaghetti on the wall, seeing what sticks. And so I'm, I'm just really passionate about helping create that, that structure of the day. So good. And uh, the the microcosm of a day, a 24-hour period, if we are not realigning ourselves on a daily basis with what is most important, what is most important, what is most important, it can just like escape us. A day escapes us, then a couple days escape us, and then a couple weeks, and then a couple months, and who you know, like people can go years and feel like, wait, what did I just get done? Where where did the time go over these last few years? Because they weren't just starting their day off with like, Hey, what's most important. And even like, I would say the bigger work is what, where do I want to be in three years, five years, 10 years? What do I, what do I want my legacy to be? What's my purpose? That kind of stuff. But, um, just the daily action of reorienting with that is so, mm -hmm. so crucial. A hundred percent. Yes. And, and even finishing the day, you know, and mm -hmm. reflecting on the day, um, you know, I think someone told me this and I, I, I this is, this is secondhand information. I didn't, I didn't confirm it, but someone said that Warren Buffett, like he just thinks and sits and reflects for something like six hours a day. Dang. <laughs> he's, and he's studying. He's like looking yeah. at his next investment. He's yeah. probably really busy right now because uh, there's so many opportunities to invest in. Yeah. But, you know, that's that's the important thing is also end your day the way you started it um, and reflect. And like you said, connecting, connecting with your vision. I like to write my vision in the morning. And my vision at night, I have some online coaching tools that I, I, I use and leverage to for my clients, they can look at their vision online if they're if they're more into the online thing. But I find that um, for me, that's why I like this. And I'd, I'd love to hear your thoughts too. What, how you use your clipboard, um, because if you if you get sucked into online stuff, then before you know it, oh, Facebook, oh, uh, there's a YouTube video I want to watch. And then like two hours go by and, and then you're exhausted and you're like, you, you didn't get to have that reflection time before you go to bed, which is super important. I love this. I love this, Lois. I've I've um, been looking for something that really works well for me. Um, I've been testing out an online system where I write out my big vision, um, the I am statement, you know, like the, the concise goal as well as like kind of more expanded thing. What's the top, the most important action, things like that. Online is great. I've been doing it for a couple of weeks now and um, it's valuable. And I think for me, it's like having it with me, a physical copy that I, I create a new one every day. I put pen to paper. Paper, I'm, I'm really connected with it uh, is I think would be more effective because it's it's more visible I can close this application you know the website that I submit the info info to every day but I can't necessarily like just get rid of this piece of paper it doesn't just disappear like it'll be there and so I get to keep you know reorienting myself to that and remind myself of that throughout the day so I think that um, I, I really am excited to see your your compass your time compass and and see what what's on that because I think it's it's powerful a lot of people need that guide of what's most important at, at the beginning what did we learn at the end of the day I think uh, journals there's a lot of journals out there mm -hmm. that do that um, and I think a fresh sheet for me is is good because I don't necessarily need an entire journal. I just need one sheet to keep with the clipboard. And then also I'd take a bunch of notes on the clipboard on just blank white paper. So it's like, you know, well, I think that would work the best. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and I don't know if you've ever done this. This is something that I, I love to do is the other reason I like the paper yeah. is so like at the beginning of the month and I don't do it necessarily always on Sundays. Um, but like I'll print out 30, like today's April 1st. Yeah. I love that it's April 1st. So, and you haven't pulled a fool's joke on me. <laughs> this, this is good. Um, so I like to print out actually the night before, you know, reflect on March, March is over yep. and look at all of my daily compasses from the whole month. And yeah. I have like a, a file folder that I then uh, you know you look at the wins you celebrate those mm. and then you look at where maybe things didn't quite because at the end of my uh, daily compass it says what worked today what didn't work yes. and and what got in your way or what what distracted you today um, do less of that you know yeah. so just being able to reflect on that month and then dust dust it off dust my feet off and start over with a clean slate 
And so that's, that's one other tip that I give to folks too, is part of that, you know, if you're into month end goals or if you're into setting new goals for, you know, we're, we're starting a new quarter today. I mean, if you, yes. again, getting, yes. getting into to quarterly goals and, yep. and things of that nature, you know, those, those are other tips that I like to, to share with people. Have, have you ever read the book, the 12 week year? Yes, I have. Okay, cool. Okay. So I, I, I fell in love with it so much. I got so much done in like the first six months after I read that wow. book that, um, that I got the, the certification, um, wow. and just, just love, love the tools. So yeah. there's a lot of, a lot of, there's a 12 week year planner. You can get one of those if, if anybody's listening and, and is looking for a new planner, that's a, <laughs> another tool for you. It's so funny. I've I uh, I got the book Twelve Week Year, and I have been looking for it for like nine months. I'm like, where the heck? Is-? I've looked around my house, looked at my friend's house. I thought I left it there, so I think I might need to order a new copy because it's it has been. I've been, like asked myself probably five or six times over the last nine months, where is this book? And I go look for it, and like my stack of books, and I just can't find it. So I think I need. I just need a new copy. How about this? I'll ship you one for free just as a thank you for having me on here. Just shoot me your address. If you, I don't, I don't have COVID-19, but I mean, I, 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 if you're okay with me shipping it to you, I will. You got to do it in a hazmat suit and you got to record yourself doing it. Otherwise, no go. <laughs> just kidding. Uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you, Lois. I appreciate that. Um, I wanted to ask about uh, Ironman and triathlons and, and these mm-hmm crazy endurance races that you do that I'm, I'm super inspired by. And I, w- I would love to, to do one day. I just, it's that, that one day, someday it's not, there's no definition to it. There's no defining of like when and how and, and uh, yeah. deadline and stuff, but tell me more about that. What got you into it and what has been some of your experience around it? Oh, well, thank you. That's, that's so awesome. I, um, I actually, I didn't publish any more books, but I did write a book, um, after I did my, uh, well, during that recession period when I was just trying to collect my thoughts and, and I, I turned to writing, which is one of my passions. And I wrote a book about my life's journey. It was a memoir from, you know, the day I was born until the completion of my first Ironman. So it was, it was a very transformational experience. It, it taught me the value of coaching. It taught me the value of teamwork. Um, and it just taught me the, the value of, of working hard and going after a dream and seeing it come to fruition. So, um, it really built up a lot of good skills and disciplines in me too, for my business. So I I do share that there's a lot of parallels, um, to, you know, sports like that, and then your own business, just the time management and, and doing your best. So it really, I think also helped my career in a big way. Um, but the reason I got into it was I was an athlete in uh, high school and college. I hated running with a passion. I, I, I would have rather given someone my kidney, uh, than go for, you know, a two mile run in high school. But (laughs) I, I was, uh, I played college basketball and the coach, uh, gave us, you know, this, I guess it it was not a request. It was a requirement. If Mm -hmm. we wanted to be on the team, we had to get into good conditioning and he sent us a training schedule and I was like, Oh my gosh, this is disgusting. Do I really have to run two miles a day? And then by the time the season started, we had to be able to do three miles a day Mm -hmm. and something about it. I, I, because I was so coachable and I was afraid that the coach would yell at me and make me run more. I did it. And I followed his plan. And I, I think because I'm an adrenaline junkie and I, I, I played basketball and, and, you know, so I was an athlete, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got that adrenaline, that yep. runner's high. Yep. I didn't think it was possible, but it, it happened to me. Mm-hmm. And then I got into competing at a high level. I started doing uh, five uh, 5Ks yep. and five mile races because a, a buddy of mine and and, um, in college was doing them and he, he's like, Hey, Lois, you should come do this. And I'm like, okay, sure. Why not? And so peer pressure or whatever you want to call it, <laughs> I, I got addicted. I yes. mean, it became an addiction and wow. I, I started to do half marathons. And then one of my dearest best friends died of leukemia when we were 20. And it was so, it was a turning point for me for sure, because I never had lost anyone like that. That was just so close. And I don't know, again, call it divine fate, destiny. I got a postcard in the mail. Hey, come train for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. Do a marathon. We'll pay for everything. All you have to do is raise a bunch of money for this cause. And I'm like, oh my gosh, this is perfect. And so I started doing that. I qualified for the Boston Marathon and started running with a bunch of, of, you know, just elite runners, got into a racing team and found this thing called triathlon 
And sure enough, I, I started having some running injuries because I was pretty obsessive about it and wasn't stretching enough. I wasn't mm-hmm. doing yoga, all the things that, you know, you learn yeah. later in life. <laughs> and um, I, I started cross training um, and cycling and spin classes. Yeah. And I worked at a, at a gym at the time as well. And it was a running coach and just saw a lot of people as they got older, they gravitated more towards the triathlon. And one of my dearest friends uh, actually said that he had done uh, Kona, uh, the Ironman in Kona in Hawaii. And I was just so inspired and just so blown away. And I said, someday I'm going to do an Ironman. And when I lived in Phoenix, just so happened that they had one in my own backyard, the inaugural um, Arizona Ironman. And I said, I'm I'm all in. And so it, it's a lot longer story, but the, the, the crux of the matter was it was just always about achieving more and being and becoming mm-hmm. uh, my best and, and really just challenge my mind and my body and my spirit. And so it was, it was just, it was a blast. It was a blast. For someone like myself who wants to get involved in to like a like sports i'm i'm concerned about like the health of my joints and body i want to i want to like have optimal body function for the rest of my freaking life <laughs> so um what would you recommend as far as like the path next steps milestones uh to take in that lois oh i love that thank you because there's there's a reason i'm not a running coach anymore because i i coach thousands and thousands of runners and i saw a lot of people get injured and i i i uh, my father you know he bless his heart he he died two years ago and he had, um, I think seven knee replacement surgeries wow. and uh, it was because of the way his body mechanics were. And I, hello, I inherited some of those. And so I started seeing my body break down. So I learned a ton. So I'm so glad you asked that question because running is kind of trendy, you know, or, or racing is, is, is very different now than it was back in my day, you know, when I started out. <laughs> And, you know, you, you definitely have got to incorporate some strength training or core training or yoga. Yep. That's like yep. not optional. Like check. You've got... I'm a check on that one. <laughs> okay, good. Perfect. And then less is more. Okay. Um, I found for me the best formula was, you know, maybe only running three days a week. Mm. Very, very specific workouts, though. So if you if you need a coach or someone, I can I can try to find someone for you. But sure. but definitely not running just to run, but finding you know a good balance three types of runs that you do during the week. But then also on the other days, you're doing your yoga, you're doing your core work, you're doing your strength training in addition to. That's a very 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 much more balanced approach than than when I started for sure. And just listening to your body, and you probably know this, fuel nutrition i was a garbage can runner like i was like oh i'm gonna go <laughs> for a be, run used to be used to be <laughs> and then then how much ice cream and pizza and beer can i consume right <laughs> so that was that also caused some of my injuries if i go back and if i'm honest so definitely uh those are the the, the yin and the yang of, yeah. of making sure that and, and cross training i mean if you wanted to do a triathlon actually i saw less people getting injured just going into the triathlon realm yeah. versus just the running, running realm yeah. again, because you're using different muscle groups. So if, even if you didn't do a triathlon, just, you know, focus on the running and the other stuff that I said, but maybe throw in a cross training swim once a week or a spin class once yeah. a week. That would, that would be muy importante. <laughs> love it i love it um do you speak spanish like fluently no my my <laughs> my kids because my husband's french and we yeah. we were planning you know uh up till now we were actually we were really wanting to be our three months off we wanted to be in france this summer yeah. france and africa wow. and now not so sure um yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out but um anyway uh the uh the goal is to learn french and so we 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 put the kids in Spanish immersion for many, many years. Yeah. So I could know more than I, that I, than I do, but <laughs> I, I let them, they're my translators. If yeah. whenever we go to Cancun or Cabo, wow. I'm like, Henry, come over here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, being a mother, what, what are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned being a mom? <laughs> <laughs> 
you can't prepare for it. Um, there's so much about it that I, I got my ass handed to me. I mean, yeah. it was, I, I'm not even kidding. I said I would rather do two Ironmans back to back than have another labor and delivery. Um, oh my gosh. So, so the, it was humbling. And I, I was such a, I was such, you know, this hard, strong, badass woman, you know, yeah, before, yeah. and it, it definitely, you know, softened me, it, it humbled me, and it helped, you know, find, you know, love that I never knew that I could have, and wow. and it also got me excited, because I want to, you know, I was raised by a single dad, so I didn't have a mom, and it's 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 kind of a bittersweet thing, but I, it, it made me really appreciate moms, so how much mm. they work. Um, how important they are and um, how much love they can give for their children. And so it, it's been a good thing for me to, to give me more, more balance. If I, if you want to call it that. And uh, I love having them as my little junior sales partners. I, I, I take them door knocking. <laughs> I, I teach them sales. They've, wow. they've sold some, they've sold some coffee. We've gone door to door, wow. you know, they're, they're, they've written books, they've done wow. pictures. They're so cute. They're always trying to outbid each other and how much they're going to make and selling their, wow. their works of, of art. So just wanting them to be little entrepreneurs. I think that's, that's, so awesome. that's one of my best legacies that I can leave is these little, these little budding entrepreneurs that, that are going to be so much far ahead of the game than I was, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's a, it's a gift for sure. I love it. I love, I love that you are like being in integrity with what you're teaching the world too, right? Like you're teaching that to your kids and you're literally going out of your way to like, it may not necessarily be the most profitable thing or, or maybe it is, maybe it's like great, great profit, great team build. I don't know, but um, you know, it's, it's really saying I care about these lessons and this wisdom so much that it doesn't matter necessarily the result. Like we want to win. We want the sale. Like that's what we're going for. And what's more, more important is that they get that resilience. They see what it's like to sell. They feel good selling, whether it's a, a sale or it's a no for now, or, you know, whatever that, that mindset is that, that you really want to impart on them. And I think that's so special to, to build that, that fluency in at such a young age of like, Hey, this is how the world works. Like persuasion, selling, it's such a great thing. Like, let's go do it together. I want to show you like why I'm so passionate about this and that you deserve to sell. It's important that you learn how to sell. It's important that you learn how to share a vision and invite someone to be a part of that enroll someone to take action because that's like a skill that will serve people for the rest of your kids for the rest of their freaking lives. Oh yeah, yeah. If if they're going to college, we're not paying. We're we're giving them the skills <laughs> right now. If they're it. not making six figures by the time they can make that decision, we haven't done our job right. So yeah. Wow, wow. So I want to I want to hear about that. Um, like how? Because I think some people feel like it takes a really long time to succeed in business. And uh, I love that you said, you know, if they're not making six figures by the time that <laughs> happens, then you know, like what were we teaching them? But I know you have the intention and integrity and the, the ability to teach them that. Um, what What do you feel is important for people to know about accelerating their sales effectiveness and doing it faster? Oh, wow. That's a great question. Um, you, you always still have to remember Rome wasn't built in a day. And for any true business to be, to be built to last. There's another good book for mm, you. Mm. Uh, and, and another book, good to great. You, you really gotta, you know, study your craft and be committed, you know, day after day, week after week, um, hiring coaches, having mentors simultaneously is not optional, um, mm. to accelerate, to get to the next level. Um, and, and, and asking for help, which I I mentioned, you know, earlier, even, even not just from your coaches and mentors, but, you know, have a, have a mastermind group, you know, get into a mastermind group. Gosh, man, I wish I would have done that earlier, um, in, in my, you know, in my twenties in, and really dove into that. Um, you know, don't reinvent the wheel, you know, find the the systems that's again, again, kind of goes back to the coaches and mentors, but, um, just really be coachable um, and and stay in the game and and keep working on that personal development. Always be curious. Always stay in curiosity and and uh, look to improve. That's that's why I love tools like the Daily Compass or you know good books like the Twelve Week Year because that study studying those things is is really 
really important and that all of those things combined, that would be like my Kofi sales formula, you know, uh, you know, in these times too, you got to have a good lead generation plan and, and consistency with that kind of stuff yep. as well. Just going back to the sales conversation. That was a lot. So I, I think I over answered <laughs> your question. <laughs> it was great. I love, I love all the different ideas because there's, there's potentially, you know, weaknesses at a lot of different points, a lot of different fronts of our, our business, of our life, of our mindset, of strategy systems. Like there's a lot that goes into building a successful business, I think. And I think it's better if it's simple. And oftentimes it can be, it can, we can be juggling a lot. There's a lot of different facets of it to, to be successful or, or at least to to grapple with and to say this is either important and I want to focus on this or it's not important like I can delegate it I can give it to someone else and even that that takes mm -hmm. systems that takes time and energy to learn how to delegate and, and be a great leader too mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah. so good Lois this has been a blast um, let's wrap it up if there's any final takeaways you want to share uh, with our audience and actions that they can take just main message you want to drive home, and then please share how they can stay connected with you and what they can do next. Awesome. Awesome. Well, you know, I'm always going to go back to my, my favorite quote is so, so, so needed right now is, you know, discipline your disappointments because mm. right now there's a lot of disappointing things happening. Um, and yet never give up, you know, discipline your disappointments, you know, reflect every day and, you know, you, one of my mentors always said, you want to win the day. If you can't win the day, win the week. Mm. If you can't win the week, win the month. And you want to be always net positive in your mindset, but in just your, your results. Yeah. And so finding ways to, 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 to create that mindset right now is so, so, so important. Um, I can't even begin to tell you. And just realizing that again, finishing the same way I started is, is, uh, when in doubt, reach out, ask for help. Um, you know, we can all try to be lone rangers and mm. muscle through white knuckle, anything. It's just, it's not going to serve you mm. long-term, you know? And, um, I am working on, um, some eBooks right now. I do have some free tools, uh, for systems and lead generation and sales, um, at my websites. Uh, I also always offer up, I have some free virtual online coaching. I, I do free coaching one-on-one -on -one sessions. So, um, my two websites, do, do you want me to just tell them right now? Yeah, or yeah, do you feel want me free to, to share them? I'm going to type them in the comments as well. Perfect. So, um, www.loiskofi, that's L O I S K O F F I.com. And then, uh, my, my most exciting and newest one, cause this, this actually has my, uh, schedule every week for the free webinars that I'm doing. And then also has the, the free eBooks and free access to other tools and I'm updating it re weekly. So you want to come back over and over again to check out what's new with Lois, but it's, um, www.increased salesresults.com mm. and that's if i don't think i need to spell that but if you need me to i will increased sales results it's all about increase right now i really want people to think about where and how can you create increase in your life it's not just about sales because like mm. you talked about if you're not a finely tuned vessel of a being right now you know maybe maybe this is a time for people to focus on their health Hmm. Um, you know, whatever that means for them, I just, I want them to have increase here in 2020 and, and never give up. Yeah. I love it. Lois, you are a powerhouse. Thank you so much for coming on today and, and sharing you. about your, your journey in fitness, in sales, entrepreneurship, um, hitting a, a rock bottom and bouncing back. And especially during these times, having the wisdom to share so that people can really learn from that. I think, uh, especially learning from people who have been through tough times and what, what do you have to say and, and, and bounce back, right? Cause it's a difference if someone's been through hard times and they're still struggling and you're, you're kicking butt, taking names and serving lots of people. And uh, I think that's, those are the people that we really get to listen to. It's like, who do we listen to? It's an important question to, to ask ourselves. As I was mentioning before, like, do I want a partner who's just excited, but not necessarily, you know, has any experience and wisdom in the industry, or do I want to partner up and get mentoring and coaching from someone who's been where I want to go? Awesome. Absolutely. 100%. Well, I appreciate you. You're a rock star. Thank you for this opportunity. 
Um, thanks again to Shanna. Shout out to Shanna. She introduced us. So I always, always want to give people credit where credit's due. Yeah. Love you, Shanna. Thank you, Lois. Have an amazing rest of your day, okay? Thank you. Be well. Bye-bye. From the bottom of my heart, thank you for tuning in. Right now, we've reached the end of this episode, but this is the start of a whole new beginning. Each and every moment, you have an opportunity to rewrite your story. Right here, right now, decide and commit who you are going to be. Think about how you will use these ideas, wisdom, and inspiration to make the difference in your life. What actions will you take today and every day to step into your greatest possible self? Again, a big shout out to our sponsor, EmployeeEscapePlan.com. If you're committed to learning how to truly harness your abilities and passions to serve the people who are hungry and desperate for what you have to offer, make a great income off of your genius, or if you're ready to get more clients to pay you more money, head over to www.EmployeeEscapePlan.com and let Joe know you were sent by Chris. Did you enjoy this episode? Let your friends know about it. Share the website, BeYourGPS.com and send me some love on social media. If you want to clarify your vision, uncover blind spots, get more energy, tap into your flow and take massive action, head over to BeYourGPS.com forward slash coaching to schedule some time into my calendar. Now, master yourself, create your reality, and make every day your best day ever. <laughs>